Welcome back to Reddit Guy. Today's subreddit is r slash relationships. The title of our fist post is my 24f dad, 56 meters committed suicide about two weeks ago and I am having a hard time grieving and being in school. I don't want to drop out. Update. Hi everyone. My last post wasn't super popular or anything but I just thought I'd update you guys anyways. About a month ago, I went back to school a week after my dad died, and obviously the last few weeks have been super hard. It took me a while but I ended up getting back on my feet. Ultimately school has become one of my biggest outlets as far as keeping myself busy goes. I ended up passing all my classes with all A's and B's and I'm on track to graduate this fall. Thank you to everyone who believed in me and encouraged me to keep going. It's people like you that really helped me get through one of the hardest chapters of my life. Life can be really fucking hard, so sometimes you just have to take the small victories where you can. My previous post, Dad56M committed suicide about two weeks ago. UTM source share and UTM medium web 2x hash. TLDR I didn't drop out and I passed all my classes edit wow never in a million years would I expect my post to blow up this much. I don't really know what else to say other than thank you. I try and find little signs from my dad and today I think it's all you guys, rootin' for me. The next post from today's subreddit is titled UPDATE. I 26F opened my husband's 32 meters Snapchat and it was a very explicit picture and caption from a girl. He's sitting not 20 feet from me and I don't know how to handle this. Link to original post. Again, I am overwhelmed by the support and love I've received from everyone. It feels great to be comforted and cheered on by you all. Thank you so much. So, husband cheated. He has been since, maybe two weeks before last Christmas, according to him. I was very calm when confronting him and took the advice many of you gave me by telling him that he needs to explain to me who Roxy is and why she is his best friend on Snapchat. His face gave him away immediately but he still tried to lie to me at first. He said that she works with his friend and they met when his friend invited her out to lunch with the two of them. At first, he claimed he only met her about two months ago. He said that they're best friends because he doesn't receive many Snapchats from others and she is extremely active on the app. He said she just sends randoms and is really into fitness, so she sends a lot of inspirational snaps on being healthy and living a better life. He said that every once in a while, he'll send her something back, like a picture of a cheeseburger or something just to tease her about her level of health consciousness. First, I asked why he didn't just tell me about her. He said he didn't even think about it because she's just an acquaintance, not even a friend. Then I asked if he'd ever received anything even remotely inappropriate from her. He answered with, not on purpose. I'm assuming he went with that because he knew I opened that Snapchat and he probably knew it was a bad one. I asked what, not on purpose, means. He got very defensive. Started raising his voice and saying he doesn't need to explain what that means, that sometimes people accidentally send the wrong Snapchats to the wrong people. Then he had the nerve to say something along the lines of, I feel like I'm on trial here. People warned me that you'd get crazy when you're pregnant but I never thought it'd be this bad. Now. As some of you mentioned in my last post, it seems amazing that I'm able to keep such a level head. That is because I was raised by a mother who always told me that you never accomplish anything with anger. That you can be emotional, passionate, upset, etc. without ever raising your voice. Messages received quietly and concisely are just as loud and clear as messages received through yelling and screaming. 
That is how I have lived my life for 26 years, with the exception of just a few blow-ups, I am human this moment was an exception. I didn't exactly yell and scream, but I became furious. For him to try to blame this on me being pregnant? How unoriginal and offensive. Long story short, he said he'd never seen me this crazy and I told him that I'd never seen a picture of another girl's pussy on my husband's Snapchat before. He came back with that I shouldn't have looked at his Snapchat. I came back with that it was an accident but even if it hadn't been, there shouldn't be any reason he's receiving Snapchats like that for me to see accidentally or not in the first place. I told him that I may be pregnant but I'm also an intelligent person and I am his wife, so I knew he was lying and I deserved to know the truth. I asked if I could see his text messages to see if he's B. In texting Roxy. He said sure. No messages. Then I asked to see his Facebook messages. He looked like a kid caught with his hand in the cookie jar. He told me no. I asked why. He finally broke and started to cry. Told me he couldn't let me see the messages because they would hurt me. Because they were inappropriate. Then it all came out. They screwed in the backseat of her car the first night they met. This is already long so I'll spare you all the details. But it's been an ongoing affair for months. No, they did not always use protection. Although I was recently screened for STIs, I'll be getting checked again in light of this information. My uncle already assured me that if he was unfaithful, we would cream him in court. Really the only thing I'm willing to fight him tooth and nail for is our home. I put a lot of effort and money into making this home my dream space. I won't be seeking spousal support but I will seek child support. I'm obviously heartbroken and told him to go stay in a hotel or with Roxy for all I cared, I confronted him last night. My mom and sister stayed with me last night and let me sob all over them for hours. Right now I'm sort of numb but I'm also thinking very clearly. I know what my next 10 moves are and I feel supported and secure in my decision to leave him and keep my baby. A few things I just wanted to clarify. My husband is not a lawyer, his good friend does. There was some concern for my success in court if my husband is a lawyer. His friend is in environmental law so, while I'm sure he can provide some advice, he will not be my husband's divorce lawyer. There were suggestions of me terminating my pregnancy. I fully support the right to choose and I would probably terminate the pregnancy if I was in a different financial position and lacked a support system. However, I work as a marketing manager for a large company. Not only does this allow me the privilege of working from home about 50% of the time, but it also grants me financial independence. I do not rely on my husband for money and I really never have. He works in tech so, while he makes a good salary, I will have no need for spousal support. I have a phenomenal support system. This baby will be loved so dearly by so many. Yes, I will have to deal with my husband for the rest of my life if I have this child and it will make future relationships for me more difficult, but it is worth it. I've wanted this baby since day one and I am her mother, which means that I am strong enough to raise her alone because I have to be strong enough. Here's to hoping for a speedy divorce. I'm ready to be done with this marriage. Which is crazy because just a few days ago I thought my life was as close to perfect as you could get. TLDR husband admitted to an affair. I will be proceeding with a divorce and will keep our baby. I'm numb but calm and feeling good about my decisions and how I handled the situation. I know there is a long road ahead of me and this will all probably really hit me soon. When it does, I'll mourn and grieve the end of what I had thought was a happy union. Right now I'm in self-preservation mode and much more focused on how to come out of this in the best position possible. Thank you so much for all the advice and support. Reddit. Edit.
Formatting update. I know it has been only a short time since I posted this update but I need to tell you all how amazing all of you are. Wow. This much support is just, wow. I wish I could reply to all of your comments and messages but because of the volume, I'm just going to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you who read my posts, who commented, thought of me, wished my baby and me the best, messaged me, and anything else. I am currently at my parents' condo, sitting outside at their pool, sunbathing my little baby bump and reading each and every one of your amazing and empowering comments. I just want you all to have that image, that you have made me happy and content in a time when I am short on both. This is proof that love does exist, even if it doesn't within my, now over, relationship. And that is a powerful thing. Love to you all. Me again. I was going to post more details on what happened during the confrontation with my husband, etc., but then I decided against it. I should keep some details private, it's likely my husband has seen this post. I will leave you with this. My dad and I were up late talking last night and, as usual, he had the perfect thing to say to me. He told me that weak people are afraid of strong people. He told me to keep on terrifying the weak ones. That way, the only people who won't fear you are the bravest, strongest of people and those are the people who are worthy of you. Then he said my husband is a spineless turd who couldn't kick. It with the strongest woman in the world. Just thought I'd leave you with that and encourage everyone to be terrifying by being strong and not standing for nonsense. This is the last I will post on the matter. I have a lot ahead of me with everything and will probably go quiet on Reddit for a while. Time to get ready for court and to be terrifying. Smiley face, thank you, thank you, thank you again. Love to all of you and best wishes. Love, tr next post got titled UPDATE me 31F with my husband 35M married 2 years together for 10. He doesn't want his kids to be like me. It took me 3 more years, but I finally left him last year. This post helped me see how much was wrong in our relationship, but I was still so hesitant to leave. We had pets and a beautiful home together and I loved his family and we had so many inside jokes and plans for the future, but eventually it was all just too much for me to take any longer. The day after his parents' 50th anniversary party, I told him I wanted a divorce. I just couldn't see myself living like that for 50 years. I moved from the suburbs to the city with a friend. I rekindled some old friendships from high school and made a bunch of new friends who I am so thankful for. He kept the dog. I took the cats. I thought my life was ending but it was just beginning. I told my very religious family and they were all understanding and supportive. I've maintained friendships with a good number of our mutual friends, friendships I was worried about losing. I'm working on my master's degree in volunteering and experiencing life and love and art and beauty like I never thought was possible. I met a guy at a friend's punk rock show and we hit it off, but we are taking things very slowly. He is wonderful and so kind to me. If you are in an abusive relationship, please don't be afraid to leave. It gets so much better. I still miss him from time to time. I feel guilty about getting divorced, guilty for wasting my parents' money on a failed marriage. I miss his parents. I miss my dog, but I am so much happier. My future feels uncertain, but that is better than feeling like a death sentence. Thank you so much to everyone who offered advice and sympathized and even had harsh words for me deciding to stay. TLDR, left my abusive husband. Life is much better. Edit, for those saying it didn't sound that bad or abusive, you should know it got worse. It did escalate to physical abuse, as sleeping separately no intimacy for a year. 
If you think you are too old or too much trouble or have too much baggage or too much anything, please believe that it is possible to find love again. Both loving yourself and having someone else love you. The next post from today's subreddit is titled UPDATE. BF26M accuses me of getting mad because he bought cake for his sister, 20F, and not for me, 26F. The other day I posted, 26 Maccuses me of getting mad because he, UTM Source Share and UTM Medium Web 2X, after staying at my cousin's, I went back to our apartment to pack all of my things and retrieve important items that I couldn't go without, i.e. my laptop charger, eyeglasses, pills, etc. He tried to stop me from leaving, and we had an in-depth talk about the problems we have been having. He admitted to not treating me right, saying I deserve much better. Damn right I do. He tells me he will try to be better and that he will make more of an effort to show me he cares. Given that, as many of you pointed out, this is not just about the cake but a growing resentment about his lack of effort and thought for me, I couldn't forgive him as easily as I usually have. After that, he proceeds to cook me dinner and insists on buying something sweet for me. I'm not gonna lie, it gave me a glimmer of hope that finally, he understands and that maybe this could work out. I knew this might just be a honeymoon period and told him so. This morning, I was on my laptop and he comes over to give me a kiss, yay improvement, right? Feeling positive, I was scrolling through yoga videos on YouTube, on incognito because I was using my non-work email as a login. He tells me that I changed my screen. I say no. He says, yes I did. And I read through the comments of my last post once again and realized, this will never change. When he insisted, me going for a good night kiss was me checking his screen. When he insisted I was upset over him buying his sister cake. When he insisted I do or feel things that I do not. It is all the same. And he will never understand how exhausting and emotionally draining and toxic that is. He has not only managed to make me feel neglected and lonely, but has taken away my right to my truth or my feelings. I read Lundy Bancroft and Damn, Water Torturer. My nape cooled when I read accounts of women who have been documenting their experiences and saw it. Align with my iPhone notes starting from August 2019 detailing our interactions just so I would not have to question myself. I walked away quietly, without even saying goodbye to our dear cat because my weeka might not have been able to leave if I think about never hearing her purr at me again. I have blocked him, all my belongings are in my car, and I am with my cousin looking for a more permanent place to stay. I left my keys, and hopefully all that pain, in that apartment. I am not naive, and though right now I feel free and brave as a mofo, I know there will be many nights ahead where I will drench my pillow with tears. But for now, I will have my cheese bread, and eat it too. TLDR, he will never understand me and I left. Thank you everyone for your comments and support. Having had questioned myself a lot lately, it has been incredibly helpful to hear outside perspectives. Thank you again and wish me luck. Let's jump right into our next post named update I30F want to discuss moving in with boyfriend 34 meters but we have a significant difference in income. Opus. 30F want to discuss moving in with boyfriend, thanks for all the advice. I ended up broaching the topic last week. As mentioned in the first post both my boyfriend and I have been hinting around the topic but hadn't directly discussed it. I was still on the fence about bringing it up myself when my boyfriend made a comment about how he's excited for us to live together, one day. I just responded with, well did you want to? My lease is up in July. And he said that he did. It was before work when it happened so we left it at that for the day and got together that evening to work out details. 
I expressed to him at that point that while I would love living with him that my concern was that I wouldn't be able to contribute equally and I didn't want him feeling taken advantage of. He in turn expressed that he'd never want to put me in a bad position financially and that we could easily figure out something that would be fair while still putting me in a better financial position. We ended up deciding we'd go with a lump sum monthly that I'll pay to him to cover all the costs, rather than splitting bills. The monthly amount he offered at first I actually upped because I didn't think he was being fair to himself, and it was still less than what I pay now. He seemed happy with that and it definitely works for me. He keeps mentioning how excited he is to move in together, and came to my apartment last week to help me clean for photos to show it. We're deciding together what we'll keep out of my furniture versus his, what we'll get rid of and what we're going to store. He's also mentioned a couple renovations he wants to get done around the condo so we're going to go together to pick stuff out and make it a summer project. Smiley face TLDR. Boyfriend gave me an opening to ask about moving in so I seized it. All went well and we'll be moving in together in June. Edit. Wow, this really blew up. Thanks to everyone for the super kind words. To address the most common comment here, we did discuss splitting proportionally but ultimately decided to go with a lump sum. I definitely see benefits to proportional splitting but for where we are right now and my financial situation I prefer a lump sum. It's still significantly less than what I'm paying now, and it won't fluctuate as the weather changes so I can count on what I owe monthly not changing. Many people have mentioned chores as well. My boyfriend and I tend to do chores together. I mean right now with two separate places we each have our things that are more our responsibility but when I've stayed with him for a stretch of time we've just balanced together. He doesn't know how to cook but wants to learn so we cook meals together and then clean up together. We will each have our own washroom at his place, I've already taken over the main washroom and he uses the ensuite. He volunteers at a local animal shelter once a week so those days I clean and cook if I'm around. But generally speaking we just treat doing chores as an opportunity to spend time together and be productive. Smiley face, our next story is named girlfriend, 25F, dislikes my, 30 meters, relationship with my baby sister, 10F, I am very close to my baby sister. We share a father, but not a mother. My dad, is kinda a flighty guy. As a result, I am more of my sister's dad than he is. I have her so often that I have a two-bedroom condo and every house hunting venture lately considers her. My girlfriend of six months doesn't like that she's always at my house, that she has a room, or that I do her laundry. My girlfriend was putting sheets on my bed and there was a pair of my sister's underwear that fell out of them obviously tangled in the dryer. She lost it. She was saying our relationship is weird. And I have to stop having my sister so much. Honestly, that's not gonna happen. I love that girl, and I am basically her dad. So I need advice in telling my probably soon-to-be ex that, TLDR girlfriend is jealous of the time I spend with my little sister and basically insinuates it's inappropriate. How do I tell her to chill? More importantly, how do I keep her from telling other people that, edit, we did sort of fight when she said that. I told her my sister is the age I was when my mom died and I had to go live with my dad full time. I wouldn't wish that on any child. She knows my mom died horribly and I think she knows the impact it's had on me side note edit. All you ladies telling me taking care of my sister is hot or too sweet. If only you existed in real life. Thank you. That was today's episode of Reddit Guy. Hope you enjoyed it.